This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. It is uh, coming up for seven minutes before seven on the power breakfast. Okay, let's uh, turn our attention uh, to this now. And uh, yeah, the ongoing conflict that is playing out, uh, the war between Israel and Hamas. Uh, there's not really other way of terming it, uh, you know, although people will take a question, the use of a word. Um, war. What is playing out? I don't know what else you call it, though. In any case, Amnesty International has issued an urgent call for an immediate ceasefire by all parties in the occupied Gaza Strip and Israel. Amnesty International saying it's a ceasefire is imperative to prevent further loss of civilian lives and to ensure access to life-saving aid for people in Gaza amidst an unprecedented humanitarian catastrophe. Over 6,546 people have been killed in Gaza, and at least 1,400 in Israel, and thousands more have been injured. More than 200 people have been taken hostage by Hamas, and serious violations of international humanitarian law, including war crimes, by all parties to the conflict continue unabated, says um, Amnesty International. I'm joined on the line now by the Executive Director for Amnesty International in South Africa, Shanila Mohammed joins us on the line. Good morning to you, ma'am, and thanks so much for your time. Good morning, and good morning to your listeners. You know, um, I really do wonder about I mean, the call that you're making. Naturally, this is the correct call. It is something necessary that this call be made. But it just seems to me that in this uh, conflict, uh, all respect for international law is completely out of the window. Um, uh, you know, the parties here are acting in what they believe to be their right and uh, their self-interest. How do you even begin to bring sense to bear um, on a situation such as what we're facing here? Well, first of all, you know, uh, an immediate ceasefire is is really critical because it's the most effective way to pr- protect civilians. Uh, as these two warring parties continue to gra- commit grave violations, and you know, a ceasefire will help prevent the mounting civilian death toll in Gaza, and it'll also provide an opportunity to secure the safe release of hostages. Now, since we put out this statement, you know that um, the the death toll has now risen in Gaza to over. 9,000. And that's not even counting some of the, you know, the the potentially thousands of people that are still buried under that rubble. Now, you know, the reality is that, you know, international human rights law, uh, the International Criminal Court, that's all we have at Mm. the moment, you know, Mm. however flawed it may be. Mm. And, you know, we do have to find a way uh, to get those, uh, you know, the International Criminal Court to be moving faster and to really, um, you know, document the evidence that is going to be needed to bring charges against those that have committed uh, international uh, human rights law violations on both sides, whether it's Hamas or whether it is um, Israel. And we have documented, uh, you know, um, con- continuing rights violations on both sides. Uh, but I think the most important point here is that Israel's 
um, uh, uh, sort of response to what happened on uh, October the 7th is disproportionate. I mean, the, the mowing down of people in Gaza and the occupied territories is really disproportionate. And I think that, you know, the innocent people of Gaza and the occupied territories are mm. really becoming, um, you know, collateral damage and are really becoming, uh, uh, you know, being punished for what Hamas did on yeah. October the 7th. And this is unacceptable. How I do wonder how you, as you know, a body such as Amnesty International, what kind of a position or view you take on issues such as this one, or at least in matters such as this one, where, you know, you have two parties here which are convinced of the righteousness of their cause, you know, where they each um, play, you know, claim uh, victim status in one form or another. But also the challenge with one, uh, some uh, uh, in a conflict such as this one is that uh, some people may argue that, you know, why would we, you know, have some kind of or play some kind of equivalence on the you know to say that there is equal they are well not equal you don't use the words equal that there are human rights abuses um you know on both sides you know where people might argue that the people of Gaza the people of the occupied territories are the victims here and you cannot equate the you know the retaliation of the victims to that of the aggressor and on the other side the israelis will say but hang on we were attacked first. Well, our approach as Amnesty International is a very um, uh, simple and clear approach. We we look at human rights violations no matter who is doing it. So, you know, from our side, civilians on mm. either side need to be protected. So, you know, Hamas killing Israeli civilians is unacceptable. Um, you know, Israelis killing, uh, you know, people in Gaza, the, the civilians, the babies, is also unacceptable. Taking hostages, you know, is also a violation of international law. So we talk purely from a human rights perspective. So we look at what is happening to the innocent civilians, the innocent people involved in these conflicts, and that is where we place our emphasis. So we try not to get involved too Mm. much in the politics because what we don't want is for people to say, well, you know what, what about what about yes, so-and-so yes, and what yes. about so-and-so? Mm. So, you know, in our view, two wrongs never make a right. Um, and, you know, the fact that Israeli civilians have died, but we will be very clear to say that this is not an equal war. Mm. And we also do have to understand, um, you know, what brought us to this position. Mm. So, you know, at, uh, on the one hand, you know, we will uh, say that, you know, Israeli civilians who have been killed have also, um, you know, the right to life, they should never, you know, this should never happen to them. But one of the things we do say is that until we look at the root causes of the conflict, including, you know, the dismantling of Israel's um, system of Mm. apartheid against all Palestinians, this type of violence will continue. You know, Israel is talking about the release of hostages, yet thousands of Palestinians have been also unlawfully detained in Israeli jails. So we are saying, release those Palestinians who have been unlawfully detained. Mm. We are saying to Hamas, release the the hostages. Mm. You know, they are pawns in this whole game. So, you know, again, you know, it's really important for us to really embrace our humanity and say, look, whichever side 
people are sitting on. You know, we have to embrace humanity and say that every single innocent in this conflict needs to be needs our voices and needs to be protected. I know you say, of course, that you cannot and do not, as uh, Amnesty International, take political positions here. The great irony is that. Uh, this conflict will not be resolved through any other means but by, by some kind of political intervention. You're absolutely right. And I think that, you know, again, you know, the, the reason that we are saying, uh, for example, that, you know, uh, Abdul Karim Khan, who is the uh, prosecutor of the International Criminal Court, who has gone to Gaza, gone mm. to the Rafa crossing. But, you know, again, he goes back and for years now has not taken action. Mm. So, you know, all our countries are members of the ICC. South Africa is a member of the ICC. And, you know, by the way, South Africa has taken a very principled position, no mm. matter, you know, what people may say. South Africa is talking about the upholding of human rights, um, making sure that, you know, people are protected. But, you know, we need uh, institutions, the International Criminal Court, to actually do their job. And I think the problem we've been facing over the years, and Amnesty has been one of the organizations that has criticized these institutions, saying that, you know, until and unless Mm. they treat everybody equally and they do their job, we will not see solutions. So I agree with you. It's a political solution. You know, unfortunately, we have, you know, Israel has very, very strong allies. Uh, You know, America is is, uh, protecting, you know, and providing arms. I mean, one of the other things that has to stop immediately Mm. is, you know, the, the the um, uh, sending of arms. Mm. There has to be an arms embargo. I mean, if you look at the number of children that are dying, um, you know, because of these, uh, the indiscriminate use of these horrific weapons, Mm. I mean, this all has to stop and the killing has to stop. Shanila Mohammed, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Shadir Mohammed is Executive Director for Amnesty International South Africa. It's uh, just after 7 o'clock. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.